You're listening to like a two-way soul podcast brought to you by Fire Nice Ministries. I'm your host Felix Tayabas. And for today, Brother Anthony cannot be here. He is at this moment currently I believe it is uh New Mexico or Arizona. Um visiting family. I think I believe it's New Mexico. Brother Anthony, please forgive me if I got it wrong. But uh yeah, I just decided to hop on and, you know, and the Lord just placed it in my heart to talk about a topic that's been pretty big uh, all over social media. And, um, you know, we haven't been uploading lately. We have decided also, we had decided to actually take a break from a lot of things like a podcasting as, as being one of them and just focus on spending time with family and you know, getting full-time jobs as well, and just try to enjoy the summer, you know, a bunch of uh, our, our uh, classmates are, and families and professors, I'm pretty sure they're all enjoying their family, so why, why not us, you know, so yeah, it's been a while, I have been meaning to come on as, uh, as I was spending time at work, and I felt the Lord just putting it in me, you know, like to, it was time for me to start recording again and uploading, so um, I want to talk to y'all about something that happened as as I was at the gym working out and um, I had a an encounter with one of my friends from school and we started talking about um, <clears throat> about things or beliefs you know when it comes to ministry and uh, the Bible and certain texts and stuff like that. But uh, as I was working out, before I even got to see her, you know, um, I was thinking about the podcast already. Because usually, I be, uh, I don't know why, but the Lord places uh, thoughts about me uploading while I'm at work or while I was at the gym, mostly. Which is strange, but um, as I was there, I feel the conviction and the Holy Spirit convicting me. Because I have been big on talking about politics daily on the podcast, on Facebook, social media, and all that. So I've been focusing a lot about, um, you know, as a conservative, um, talking about how the other side is evil and what they're pushing their agenda is evil and all that. And although I do talk about scripture and why I believe it's evil, the conviction came to me in a way of like the Lord kind of instructed me saying like, you know, if you're going to exhort do it through scripture alone. Like, don't use politics. Don't demonize other people, you know? And and I was like, wow, Lord, you know, like, forgive me. You're right. And um, I believe there's no better way than to correct someone than just using scripture alone, especially if it's someone else in ministry, if it's someone else uh, that follows the Lord. And there's disagreements and we can't be saying, oh, well, you're wrong because all the rights or all the lefts are wrong. The Republicans, Democrats are wrong. You know, but why? As ministers, as uh, Christians, followers of Jesus, we have to know why do why are you wrong? Like, why is this wrong? The fact that you're following this and pushing that and using scripture alone. Because once you use scripture... You know, if the person still tries to refute it and fails miserably, you know that it's just them following their own heart instead of following what uh, the Holy Spirit tells them. You know, we do get in Scripture that the heart is deceitful. You know, we, we don't believe the same thing that the world believes when the world, uh, they tell you, follow your heart. 
that is wrong. And as Christians, we know that. We know what the Bible says about that. And uh, so many times we have been deceived by our own hearts and what we want to believe that is right, you know. And that can lead us to think that we are more moral than God, that our morals are like, you know, higher than God's and that we are the good people, the loving people. And God is not because, you know, God believes this and or we try to think like, oh, no, that's not what God thinks despite of it being in scripture, you know? And when we follow a heart, that's what happens. We tend to twist to twist scripture, or we just tend to believe that we are more loving than the one who created us, the one who died at the cross for us. So this was something that happened, you know, as I was in the gym, as I was working out and I was thinking, and then the Lord started convicting me, telling me, you know, if you're going to start a podcast again, and, uh, if you're going to exhort, which is a calling that I feel that the Lord called me, you know, placed upon me, is to exhort, to correct other people, you know. Uh, the prophets back in the day, that that's something they would do a lot, you know, when they would go and warn people that uh, they were sinning, that they were doing bad, that they need to come back to God. You know, prophets themselves weren't perfect, but they were the ones that were called to do this. Just like other people in ministry were called to do missions. Others were called to be head pastors, uh, youth pastors, um, what's it called, um, worship pastors. And there's so many callings, you know, exhortation is one of them. And uh, this is one that a lot of people see as bad or not a loving way to approach people, you know, even by other followers of Christ, when we should all be together, uh, come together and you know, support one another in every single in every single calling. You know, you might not be your calling to exhort. It might be mine, but uh, it's okay to help that person that's exhorting, you know, if they need your help or, you know, not to bring them down all over social media saying, oh, you guys are doing it wrong. You know, so this is what I feel called to do. You know, I just wanted to share that piece, that little part. I feel called to exhortation. That's just one of the callings that I feel led to, you know, aside from church planting, aside from street ministry, is the Lord puts all of these together, you know. So as I was at the gym and me doing this through this podcast, exhortation, you know, I, I was using politics a lot. And although I do have my thoughts about uh, morals when it comes to politics, I feel like as ministers, even as just Christians, you know, all Christians should be ministers and minister unto others the word of God. But as ministers, we should not be following um, the persons that we like the most, you know, um, when it comes to politics. But we should be um, rooting for the person that has the most biblical um, morals, you know, close to this closest because I know nobody's perfect and I know all morals, like all, everyone's morals might be kind of off, but the one that's closest to the the Bible, and those are the ones that you want to follow, you know, not the person, but those are the ones that you should connect with the most. And we tend to follow just the person that we agree with on anything else when it comes to politics, you know, and... As brothers and sisters in Christ, 
if you are a Democrat, if you are a Republican, instead of just uh, fighting against one another or arguing about, oh, well, your party does this and your party does that, let's focus on our own parties as well and seeing, okay, what are they doing wrong? You know, well, let's focus on the morality, like, what what is good, what are they doing good and what is evil, you know, in the eyes of God? Not just trying to ignore and turn a blind eye to the bad things that they're doing because we like that party. And this is, I'm talking about both parties as well, you know. So this is something that I do see a lot where Christians themselves are being uh, separating from one another, you know, because one's a Republican, one's a Democrat. They might be good friends. I have been in instances where I'm good friends with someone who is a Democrat and, you know, they find out I'm a Republican or I believe this and that and they stop talking to me. And uh, I've seen that vice versa from other people as well to Democrats. But uh, we're that alone shows us that uh, we are prioritizing our political beliefs over uh, the morality that God uh, gives us an example of over our spiritual walk with Christ which is what we should focus on as ministers, as followers of Jesus. And uh, the reason I brought this up as well, and the reason I brought up this conversation, you know, and the conviction that I felt was because of a movie I went to go see. You know, this movie has been all over social media. They've been talking about it as well. Um, the movie's called uh, Sound of Freedom. We know this movie is about uh, human trafficking and a lot of them, the majority according to st statistics, are women and children. Women and children. And going to go watch this movie, which I highly recommend for all the parents to go, if you're a Republican or Democrat. You know, this movie should not stop you. I mean, um, the fact that this movie is being shown... And because the people that tend to be in the movie or the people who directed it tend to be more on the right, you know, side of politics should not stop you from actually going to watch the movie because this is not about politics. You know, the media, the media are actually making it seem that it's bad, that it's a conspiracy. When it, we all know, the left and right know, that this is a real life situation that's going on all around the world. But since the number one priority for the media is to actually separate the left and the right, and even that is affecting the Christians, the left and the right Christians, you know, the support, uh, this movie tends to not be, what's it called? This movie's not being spread the way it should, you know, for the whole world to watch. So... If you are a Republican or a Democrat, I suggest that you go watch this movie. Don't let it be about politics, but just focus on how this movie brings awareness and how things can actually happen in the blink of an eye where um, the way it happens in this movie. So this movie, I'll do give a heads up. I'll give a warning. Um, if you do have a past of uh, sexual abuse and all that, it will be triggering, you know, and... Uh, this movie's gonna make you cry. This movie's gonna make you mad. You know, those are the two feelings, biggest feelings that I felt as I was watching this movie. And it also makes you sad. 
And uh, the reason I want to talk about this movie because it's a very important topic. It's an important topic because it's not just happening in one country, but it's happening all around the world. There's uh, millions of children that are going missing around the world and they have disappeared and they haven't found not even their bodies. You know, and that says a lot. This is not a conspiracy. This happens in real life. There's been people that have escaped the sex trafficking and uh, they have uh, come forward with their testimonies as well and talked about it. I have seen a couple of, a couple of those testimonies on TikTok. And, uh, you know, a lot of these people are kids. And it's a sad thing because the Bible talks about kids and tells you how Jesus sees kids and how pure they are when it comes to just not being, not knowing about sin and what that is uh, um, to a certain age, right? You know, I believe uh, Matthew 18, Jesus says, I'm going to read it for y'all. Let me, let me look it up. Matthew 18. says at the time the disciples came to Jesus saying who then is greatest in the kingdom of heaven then Jesus called a little child to him set him in the midst of them and said assuredly I say to you unless you are converted and become as little children you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven therefore whoever humbles himself as this little child is just the greatest in the kingdom of heaven Whoever receives one little child like this in my name receives me. So Jesus explains the importance of being like a child. You know, they're they're pu they're like pure of heart. They don't have evil intent. They're kids. All they know is just love. You know what they've been taught. Or um, also, if there's little kids, they if all you teach them is hate, that's where they grow. Of doing just hating people these kids can be easily manipulated these kids um, can be a oh, what well, scripture does say here as I was reading the kids are like very humble you know as Jesus called them to come towards him and that's what the kid does right away and he gives us it's a great example there of how humble we must be like little kids if we want to be the greatest in heaven and it also, Jesus also tells you what happens if one person makes a kid sin. Okay, on verse 6 it says, But whoever causes one of these little ones who believes in me to sin, it would be better for him if a milestone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe to the world because of offenses, for offenses must come. But woe to the man by whom the offenses come. You know, Jesus here is setting a big example of how horrible it will be for the person who makes a kid sin. He compares it to um, having a millstone around the neck and being thrown into the sea. Which, just imagining that, is, it's a really bad picture, you know. Well, he says that that's nothing compared to what would happen to the person, you know? Like, that that's nothing in comparison to what would happen to that person if they make uh, the kids sin. You know, we hear stories, and you read stories online as well about kids 
that are um, trafficked and kids that are made to do other things that are bad as well. They are made. They drug them and they they make them. They get them addicted to drugs as well. Some of those kids grow up there. Like some kids die young. Some other kids actually grow up and they start thinking. They start to think with this mentality that uh, it's a, it's normal what they're doing now. It's like if they forgot that they were either kidnapped or something, you know, it's just becomes a normal, becomes their lifestyle. And then growing up, they start to just live that lifestyle since they're grown ups now. They're sinning in that way. Now it's their own, their own, their own person doing the sinning, you know. And uh, I do want to give um, the heads up again. Y'all, before y'all go watch this movie, you know, this movie will, there will be triggering parts that will, it will make you sad, it will make you angry, it will make you, um, all, I don't know, mixed feelings, have mixed feelings about it, but just know that, uh, this is true, don't listen to the media, don't listen to any other media, you know, no matter if you're a Democrat or Republican, you know, this is true, and you know it's true. One thing I would like to warn also about was Disney. Disney, who that is a business, you know, multi-billion dollar business that involves kids, you know, and has a bunch of cartoons, a bunch of movies, a bunch of shows, all involving kids, bought this movie, The Sound of Freedom, and did not want to release it. And it should make you think, why? Why? If you really care about kids, if you're really all about kids, why... Will you not want to release this movie that brings awareness to children? This is not a conspiracy. This mindset is not a conspiracy. But it's more of a realist. You know, you, you should know and put two and two together. Why a company that is so big and so popular with children, you know, not want to release this movie. That, that's supposed to bring awareness and protect children. Guys, I want to thank everyone who tuned in today. This is a pretty much a short uh, episode of the podcast. I wanted to just bring awareness and invite people to go watch uh, The Sound of Freedom as well. And also just uh, give you a heads up on me, where me and Brother Anthony are at this moment and what we're doing. I will start uploading episodes now again while Brother Anthony comes back from his vacation, I believe, in New Mexico. And... Um, you know, thank you everyone for tuning in. If you're listening to this uh, a specific podcast, please take into consideration everything that I said and take it to, to heart. Thank you, everyone. God bless you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we ask everyone to support this film.